G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Something of a progress update today. We have been monitoring along things as towns and cities all across Australia are seeing groups working together in gospel movement. And there are some good signs. Church leaders are developing genuine relationships across denominational lines and working together for the welfare of their community. Ian Shelton is leading Movement Australia for the Pacific region and our privilege to have Ian back with us today. Hi, Ian. Welcome back to 2020. Uh, Thanks, Neil. Great to be here. Ian, when I say there's good signs of leaders getting together, working together, uh, this is not an exaggeration, is it? There's something special happening in Australia. Uh, Absolutely. And I've been working at this for a long time, Neil, but COVID somehow has really worked for us. Now, I think it's the Lord, but uh, COVID has produced a greater desire and longing in a lot of leaders to work together. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've seen more unity, more desire to um, be something together and to be something for their communities than I've seen in a long time. And I guess one really good illustration of that is that your movement, Movement Australia, uh, there's a newly formed alliance with another movement doing similar sorts of things called City to City. How did all that come about? Uh, well, slowly over the last six or seven years, I've developed a friendship with Andrew Catay, an Anglican minister in Ashfield in Sydney, who also leads City to City, which is a church planting movement coming out of New York, under was under Tim Keller, now deceased. And so as we became friends, we realized we had the same heart to see our nation reach with the gospel. And the best way to do it was um, by encouraging unity and working together in our cities and towns. And as you say, you've been doing this a long time uh, because for listeners maybe not so familiar, your real home base is the town or the city of Toowoomba in Queensland and and you've got a wonderful unity of leaders right across your city. Uh, Actually, yes yes and no. Uh, The early 90s, a group of us pioneered unity then which was a little rare in the country and for about 15 20 years we really did experience a tremendous sense of unity and out of that came the easter fest you know the big musical and a lot of work among um, the poor in the city and with the city council and politics and a whole range of areas but in more recent years all of those original pioneers are now retired off and some um, deceased uh, there and the, the new group of pastors are terrific They've got some great churches and they do meet, but the level of unity isn't what it was. Uh, I, and I, because I'm travelling a lot, uh, I'm not even so involved in the city anymore. So I'd love to see greater unity, to be really honest. 
Isn't it nice to be able to reflect on what you might call good old days, uh, but you realise that uh, as some grow older and retire, uh, some are now deceased, uh, some have transferred to other communities, that somehow or other you've got to work hard at being sustainable in the way that that sort of unity happens. How do you go about that? I mean, you do things like long lunches and special get-togethers and uh, you want to get to know one another. Uh, It's not an easy thing, but you've got to keep chipping away, haven't you? Uh Absolutely. It's not easy at all. And we realise succession, that is planning for the long term, 10, 20, 30 years, was something we hadn't really thought about, but we do need to think about. But what we look for is kind of champions or the men of peace i guess the bible would call them in towns and cities all over australia that is men or and or women uh, who really have a heart and an ability to connect their fellow leaders christian leaders together for the good of the gospel in the city and the, the wonderful reality is we're discovering more and more of these all over the country i mean there's some terrific stories perth for instance is made up of 30 lgas 30 local government areas with mayors and councils, and they now have active unity groups in every one of them. Not only of pastors and leaders, but also some of the parachurch groups, uh, women also are, uh, raising, raising up and uh, doing tremendous work. So all over the country now, uh, there's some great signs of growing unity that I'm very encouraged about. But the trick is, if it's not really a trick, the divine um, need is to find that one or two people that will carry it and be the champion in their community. Uh, well, let's remember that terminology, active unity groups. And uh, interesting the way this all works. Uh, in years gone by, people might have talked about parishes when they think about the work of churches. Uh, these yes. days, you talk about local government authorities uh, or areas. Uh, yes. how, does that, how does all that work if you're actually looking to get your Christian leaders together and unified? How do you work with the LGAs? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Um, we have there's about 540 LGAs in Australia. That is, uh, and uh, the big cities like Melbourne have 32, and Sydney something 30 or so, and so on. So we just believe that a city or a town is a context for God to work in, because the Bible is full of cities. Heaven is a city. Uh, the New Testament wrote letters to cities. The, the um, book of Revelation is a letter to seven cities. So all over the Bible, there's cities. In the Old Testament, they won the land, the promised land, city by city. And so we believe that God has designed cities or communities or towns to be a redemptive context. And we believe that within every town and city, there's only one church for that city. One church, but many congregations. The diversity is our strength, not our weakness. So if we can learn to work together, love one another, and then strategize together to take good news to the city, our unity itself is good news because people are amazed when churches work together or Christians work together. And then if we really work together, we have more resources, we can help the poor, we can do much good work more than we, than we can do today. Even though there's a lot of good things happening now, we can even do more. So the LGAs give us a good context to um, work on. And I guess working together can be an enjoyable experience. Uh, Take me into uh, what happens at a long lunch. 
uh, now we might have all sorts of things coming to mind, uh, images in our own hearts and minds about what a long lunch looks like. What does a long lunch look like for uh, pastors and leaders getting together to work towards transforming their city? Yes, well, we're just encouraging uh, unity groups around the country to have some sort of long lunch where they invite leaders in their city to come and tell the stories of the city, just a few minutes each, so people get familiar with each other, learn um, about what others are doing that they might not have known, and then look at the end of that long lunch, how can we do more to support one another? Here in southeast Queensland, there's a group of us been working on 16 LGAs from the border to Noosa, west to Toowoomba, covering nearly 4 million people. Uh, in that 16 LGAs, the biggest in Australia, some of them, uh, there's about 30 unity groups. So we've been inviting leaders from these unity groups, all denominations, or not all, not all pastors, some are business people and uh, NGO leaders, come to have five minutes each to tell their stories. Um, and, the, and so everybody can hear what's going on. And what we're discovering is there's kind of a mutual learning. We learn from one another. That spurs us on. We encourage one another. Then we're bringing a bit of expertise into, say, another following long lunch, which is only two a year we're doing currently, to say, okay, now, this is where we're up to. What more can we do together? And so it's a time where people come and sit around tables and share and talk and are able to develop strategy and hear one another again. And so we're very encouraged with the growing energy, not with all, not in all the LGAs equally, but there's a few early adopters. There's, there's three or four that are really going and a few more that are following on and others, to be honest, still need to, um, a lot of help. Now, Ian, you had been a pastor for a long, long time and uh, you no doubt know what it's like uh, when you're working away in your little section of the vineyard and uh, what it's like, too, when you can work together with a common purpose with others. What does it do to your leadership role when you're pastoring a church to know that you've got your brothers and sisters in other churches uh, all singing the same song and cheering one another on from the sidelines? What does it do to that leader and to that church? Uh, well, from my own experience from our time here in Toowoomba, I'm not pastoring now, I'm, um, I'm working full-time with Movement Australia, but from my time where I was working with the other pastors, they became a lot of my best friends. And so not only did we meet together in church meetings, we'd met to meet together socially, our wives did. Uh, some of us um, travelled together, some of us went on mission trips together. So, And then when I remember my wife and I at times when we had issues that we were facing in our family or whatever, we could go to another pastor and his wife and know it was confidential and receive prayer and advice. And so in the old days of isolation, you wouldn't do that. But um, when there's genuine collegiality, general, genuine brotherhood, sisterhood, there's something beautiful in the pastors and the leaders in one city finding themselves almost like, well, like family, really. It's, so it's been a beautiful experience. And I, I desire that in every town and city in the country because pastors need supporting. Many of them are doing it tough. So a genuine brotherhood, sisterhoods, 
and what that does for your church, because if you're doing church planting, if you're into revitalization, uh, if you're getting people together and working together in unity, that's an essential ingredient, isn't it? So for people who are listening to our conversation right now, Ian, and thinking, we need this in our community, I'd love to see all of our churches working together. And really, I guess it starts with leaders being friends with one another. Some people might be thinking, how do I get a long lunch happening in my town or in my community? Uh, Is there something on your website, movement.org.au, that lets people in on how they do that? Well, to be honest, probably not. But you've probably just sowed a good thought that there should be. But um, if they aren't able to talk to their own pastors, or a pastor of a joining church, they're very welcome to give me a call. Uh, I think my mobile's on the website somewhere. If not, then email me, uh, and then I would uh, give some suggestions because in many places, well, in not, perhaps not many, but in quite a few places, it's not always pastors that lead the charge. Uh, I know quite a few towns where business people are leading it because they're often more strategic and, um, and sometimes better financed. Uh, they've got a burden for their community and feel like the churches are too divided, so they step in. And uh, to be honest, I've seen some overseas models, which has just been brilliant where businessmen have led or business people. But it doesn't even have to be business people. Sometimes it's non-profits, what we might have called a parachurch organisation. Sometimes it's just been a very highly motivated um, person, uh, a woman, uh, who's been a woman of prayer and she just has a burden for her community and she goes around and see and looks for somebody that will come together to pray and then to work together. So it, there's no fixed model. God is a God of creativity and he'll use anybody who has their hand up. Well, Ian Shelton, the best is yet to come. And I think as you uh, share your heart, as some are going to capture some of the excitement there uh, for what is coming, what happens when there is a unity and a friendship, a brotherhood, sisterhood between uh, leaders in church communities, uh, all working together for one common purpose. Uh, Let me point listeners to the website movement.org.au. And as Ian said, you can send him a message there. You can connect with Ian Shelton, who leads Movement Australia. Exciting news, as there is an alliance with another similar movement called City to City. We'll be talking some more about City to City too. But Ian Shelton, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us once again today on 2020. The real joy, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.